0: I think most people would prefer to blame the wind you know but like Jim shares you know it's the same winds blow on us all the winds of change the winds of disaster the winds of fortune and so it's not so much about the winds are blowing us it's it's the set of the sail because we are in our own sailboat and we do have the choices And, and along the way the truth of the matter is and I know a lot of people don't like to hear this but every single choice we've all made up to this point have brought us to where we are now so When we take ownership of that, if we stop blaming these circumstances and blaming the wind and we we take ownership of our choices and our decisions that brought us right here, it's a very empowering day and moment because then we know we can make new choices.
1: Are you looking for true personal freedom? The freedom to design a life you truly desire then you're absolutely in the right place true personal freedom comes from when you take 100% responsibility and control of your money and your mind here you're going to learn ideas tips and wisdom that's going to help you bridge the gap from where you are now to your dream life in the future my name is Randy Wilson and welcome to the rich mind podcast All right, everybody, welcome back to the Rich Mind Podcast. And today I've got uh, a collaboration, the guest that I've got with me today, Chad Canneller and I, we met back in May and we have had several conversations about uh, personal development, business, life in general, right? Family. And one thing I love in the topics of all of that, right, is to surround myself with people that that... What I consider get it right. They get it. They understand that life's a challenge, but at the same time, it's a collaboration, and we're all trying to figure out how to get to a certain destination, whatever that means for you. So I'm not going to go into a lot of detail about Chad. Uh, his episode that I actually recorded a separate episode with him, a an interview where I went into all the three questions and the, and the uh, normal things that you will find in the Rich Mind Podcast. That episode is actually number 63. And it actually, depending on when you're listening to this uh, recording, is going to drop this coming Monday, August 7th. So if you want to go back to uh, that in the archives of the Rich Mind Podcast to get a little bit more color on who Chad is and what he represents. But today, I really want to get into the meat of the matter. We want to uh, provide as much value as we can for you, the listener. And uh, I just know that this conversation back and forth, we, we kind of had a little bit of a test run yesterday and, and just the, the small snippets that we were able to pull together that we weren't recording. I was like, after we said them, I was like, dude, that was it. That's gold. Uh, so, yeah, I'm super excited about jumping in today. Uh, we'll go 20, 25, 30 minutes, kind of depending on how uh, we feel the topic is going. And like I said, I just hope it's going to be a ton of value for you, the listener. So without... Furthermore, let me introduce Mr. Chad Canella. Chad, welcome to the show, man.
0: Hey, happy to be here, Randy. Super excited to connect with you again and, and talk about how we can you know impact other people's lives and maybe save them from some mistakes we've had and, and help them out with some things we've learned along the way that have made our lives better, for sure.
1: Yeah, 100%. So when I discovered, and this was all self-discovery, I was never introduced to any of the concepts that we'll be talking about uh, in the next few weeks. I've had to learn them all on my own. And so, yes, if we have the ability to help bridge the gap, right, between where somebody might be in their life to a future that they can't probably even imagine. Uh, When I first started discovering these concepts and ideas, I never would have dreamt that you and I'd be talking on this conversation right now, right? So, heaven forbid, you know, we get this information out there, share it as wide as you possibly can. And impact as many lives as we possibly can. So yeah, super excited to jump into this conversation today. And I know you've got a topic on top of mind that uh, I'm super excited to get into. What 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 do you think we should talk about today?
0: Man, I think we should start and talk about you know philosophy because that everyone's philosophy is kind of a starting point, right? That's how they you, you kind of build off of that. What people believe, why they believe it, it's what's going to cause someone to. Uh, you know, end up with a mediocre life or end up with a successful life, end up healthy or end up sick from maybe disease, sickness. And it all starts with what we believe and why we believe things.
1: So Jim Rohn, which I know has been a big influence on both yours and my influence, and mine was the Challenge to Succeed, Succeed Challenge to Succeed, the audio program, Uh, I listened to that so many times and I actually listened to some of it last night. So just try to, to kind of recap some of the things I've heard so many different times. So within that program for me, right. He talks about, about uh, having the philosophy, right. The different philosophies to adapt to change. One thing he talked about in there that I loved and that was a great visual for me is that most people focused on the wind. So it's like the things that are outside of you, right. And the idea is to set a better sail, right, to take the wind because wind happens to us all. So it's the things that are going on in our environment and realizing that it's the set of the sail that's going to make the difference of where you go in your destination of wherever you're heading. Does any of that ever thoughts as far as resonate with you as far as in terms of.
0: Oh, absolutely. You know, I think most people would prefer to blame the wind, you know, but the, like Jim shares, you know, it's the same winds blow on us all the winds of change, the winds of disaster, the winds of fortune. And so it's not so much about the winds are blowing us. It's it's the set of the sail because we are in our own sailboat and we do have the choices. And, and along the way, the truth of the matter is, and I know a lot of people don't like to hear this, but every single choice we've all made up to this point have brought us to where we are now. So when we take ownership of that if we stop blaming these circumstances and blaming the wind and we and we take ownership of our choices and our decisions that brought us right here it's a very empowering day and moment because then we know we can make new choices you know i think i think jim would say you know we're not a tree we're not we're not stuck where we are right now we're not a spider we can we can go where we want to go we can change as much as we want to change we can start a brand new chapter and a brand new life and we can become someone who we've never become before. And that's what's exciting for me is that it's an ongoing process. We've never fully arrived. We're not to the end. We're not a failure until we've croaked and and we haven't, you know, done all the things we set out to accomplish. So whether you're 30 or 40 or 50 or 80, we still have time. And that's a good, that's the good news today.
1: Or even 20, right? Our kids are in their late teens, early twenties. And so it's even for them as well learning that information as early as you possibly can is going to benefit you obviously long-term, but yeah, it doesn't matter where you started. I got introduced to a lot of this in my thirties. And I, once I heard it, it resonated so well with me that I, I went to work as fast as I possibly could to implement. Right. But like you said, the, the idea that we're not a tree, Jim talks about that all the time. We're in this program that I'm referring to and I'll leave it as far as in the show notes, folks, if you want to check out the challenge to succeed, but he talks about, we're not a goose. You know, which direction does a goose have to fly? He flies south. And why does he do that? Because he's a goose. The point is that choices, right? As humans, we have choices. And we're, we're bombarded with those opportunities to make those choices literally every day. And that's where the wind, that's kind of the idea of the wind is happening to us. But it's the choices. It's the set of the sail to then we can then take action and, and, and progress further down than we can ever imagine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So this whole philosophy idea. And, you know, and there's definitely there's good philosophies. Like we all know the philosophy, like, you know, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Right. That's kind of a general uh, philosophy built around health. But then there's some really bad ones like what you don't know won't hurt you. Well, that's not a good philosophy because what we didn't know, what I didn't know was keeping me broke for decades. Right. Or keeping me uh, just sick and in a bad place in life or Or don't get your hopes up. You you ever hear people say that? Don't get your hopes up. It's like, man, who taught us that? Like, that's a horrible philosophy. That's like, it's like that, uh, uh, what do they call it? Uh, I can't, it's it's the something rule where if something bad can happen, it will happen. So you should just expect that. And one philosophy I have is expectation is invitation. Hmm. And so I want to be careful of what I'm expecting because if we're expecting good things to happen, we start to kind of rearrange our life so that we're bringing those good things into our life versus, you know, expecting bad things to happen and we're inviting bad things to happen. So, you know, just those little, those little tweaks and, and I'd never even thought about this stuff. I'd never had a philosophy at all. You know, And I was, I was like most people, right? I went through high school and I went through college and I was like, I'm done learning. I got it all. I got as much as I need. Right. And then you open up this whole world of this information and these ideas that no one had ever brought to me and I'm like, oh wow, this stuff's incredible. So just to dive into that, it is life-changing.
1: So do you have any? It's like we're referring to Jim Rohn. Is there any other nuggets of wisdom that he has shared within this? So when he talks about philosophy, he kind of gives it kind of a broad scope. Is there anything else like that nuggets of of wisdom when it comes to the philosophy part that has served you and in your life and your family? Yeah, I
0: think I think there's a lot of little things, you know, he would say like just the idea that profits are better than wages. You know, when you hear that Cause, Cause, most of us, you know, I was, I was a wage guy. I mean, I, I got paid weekly and I worked in a, a car factory for years and I was in the military. So, you know, I was just used to uh, on me being the only one that's creating the income and I'm exchanging my time for money. Like most people do. And then you hear this idea profits are better than wages. And it's like, and you start thinking, how can I be part of getting some profits? You know, how can I insert myself into a, a business or a situation where I can capture some of those profits? I mean, I remember being a construction worker way back when I was young and I was going to pay like nine dollars and 15 cents an hour or something. Right. And I'm, I'm doing these these concrete foundations for these houses. And this is in these neighborhoods, these houses. And this is like in the early 90s or whatever. And these houses are three, four hundred thousand dollar houses. And I'm thinking, man, there must be a lot of doctors and lawyers that live here. Because all I knew back then was doctors and lawyers were if I want to make big money, I had to be a doctor or a lawyer. And I'm thinking that must be all doctors and lawyers. I had no idea about small business and big business and all these you know crazy ways because there's a lot of people don't realize that there are a lot more millionaires in America than, than you would expect I mean you're probably every time you go to the grocery store you're probably passing by somebody who's, who's earned a million dollars so if anybody if that many people can do it then you and I can do it it's just a matter of how are they thinking what are they reading what are they doing right and so finding Jim Rohn for me and just a lot of these books that that led to I see you have you know, Robert Kiyosaki in the background there, his cash flow game and rich dad, poor dad, just just these ideas that, that came into my life. I was like, oh my gosh. And it started rearranging, rearranging my philosophy, you know, like, uh, uh, work hard, uh, play harder. Like that's a philosophy that I have, right? I work real hard so that I can, I don't want to just do one vacation a year anymore. I want to have four or five vacations. I want to live like five lifetimes in one lifetime. So that requires me to be focused and work harder and smarter at the same time.
1: So when you, so I know the answer for me, but I'm curious what what your answer will be for this question is that when you first started to discover these things, was there, how long was it like an instantaneous thing where you were able to take some of these things and implement them to see, start seeing some results? Or was it more of a, it's like you mentioned about being on the construction, right? The concrete and that kind of stuff. You're starting to get these philosophies fed to you, right? From a different source, which is obviously changing some of the, the thought processes in your mind, right? Right. Can you talk about or think about back then, the process to get yourself from? I can see, I can just see you down on on all fours working on the concrete, right? To be able to start building a different philosophy in terms of of wealth, right? As far as profits versus wages, and learning even what that even means.
0: Right. Well, uh, for me, it was mindset was everything because my mind, my mindset was just all you know. It, it was nowhere good. I mean, I was I was back then. I was singing in rock bands and I was partying and and I was I wasn't around. The friends I had around, we weren't having these types of conversations at all. You know, we were just like, what are we going to have a party this weekend? Like, that was the core of our life. And it's just, you know, when you start learning, we start getting into these books and things. Like, one of the first books I read was How to Win Friends and Influence People. And I remember reading that book, just going, oh my gosh, this makes a lot of sense. Like, I never, I never thought about it. So I think part of it was just becoming self aware and realizing like how limited, like, how I didn't even have a philosophy. Like, my philosophy was basically survive. That was my philosophy, you know, make enough so that I could eat and have a place to live and hopefully find a, a woman, a wife someday that would be okay with me being broke and <laughs> barely surviving. And, you know, that was just kind of where I was back then. Right. I mean, and, and up until I was about, I, mean, I turned 50 the other day, so kind of dating myself here, but, uh, I was up until I was about 30. I really didn't have a philosophy, but as I go back, I remember going back to my, I think it was my 20 year, 20 or 30 would have been 30. No, I think it was 25 or something year high school reunion. And some of those guys there, they were, they hadn't changed. They were the same. Their mind was in the same places. They had an 18 year old mind still, still thinking the same way, doing the same things. And it was just, uh, you know, it, it was crazy to me.
1: Mind blowing. So two things on what you just said. The I just had my 30 year reunion a month or two ago. And I love my guys. If you're listening to this, dude, I mean, the the guys that I grew up with, it was – Two or three of us there. There wasn't a whole lot of folks, which is fine. But the two or three guys that we kind of ran with were there, which were great, but you're 100 percent correct. It was like they were almost the same people that I remember back when we were 18, 19 years old doing doing the things that we're kind of talking about, not really having necessarily a direction. So I I hope that if they are listening, that they can take some of this and start beginning to apply it. Right. So then the second thing I wanted to point out was just another philosophy, right? The the people that you surround yourself with, whether it's in real life. Like we are, you and I, right, with this communication right now, or virtual. It can be through podcasts, through YouTube, through, it, it doesn't matter. The, the resources right now are, are unbelievable. Can you speak to that whole idea that you are, that you become the surroundings as far as your people, as far as your, your, your network of five, right, is kind of the philosophy that Jim had. Yeah. You, know, you will become... The average of the five people you hang around with most i was trying to get well, that And all if you just think mind.
0: practically if you think practically you are the sum of the five people you hang out with the most you know i used to do uh like door-to-door type sales and it's funny because you could leverage that you could say hey you know and you hear that probably when someone comes to your door hey did you know your neighbor bob down the street got this done and it's like oh what did he get done you know and you start sometimes you go to neighborhood and you see like these like porch swings or something, you know, it was a door-to-door guy and everybody's got the porch swing, you know, but you are the sum of the five people you hang out with the most. You're typically going to have a similar uh, value system. You're going to have a similar net worth. And so you have to be aware of that. And you don't ever want to be the, uh, the the smartest guy in your group of five, right? Because then, then they might be dragging you down, but, but someone doesn't, you don't want to be the very, very bottom either, because then you're dragging the other people down. So it's just, it's just, again, it's awareness. It's, it's being real. It's looking in the mirror and doing a checkup from the neck up and saying, here's where I am. I've been a knucklehead. I'm here. I'm frustrated with my life, but not because of this circumstance and this circumstance. I'm frustrated because I've made bad choices and I can make better choices to get to a better place.
1: 100%. And part of that in terms of profits versus wages, which is something we talked about earlier, comes with selling right? So a lot of folks that I come in contact with have a bad philosophy in terms of what the term or what the feeling of selling is, right? And in terms of profits, the one thing that this shifted me uh, when I heard this for the first time, and I'm curious to hear what you think. I don't know if I shared this with you or not, but the idea that you're when you're selling somebody, you're not doing it to them, that you're doing it for them, right? And that's the whole, once again, that's a different shift in mindset to thinking that you're not trying to get something from somebody, right? It's an exchange, it's a trade, it's an equal value. It's, you know, you're, you're providing a service that is going to help them achieve a goal or achieve a result that you're looking for. In your terms of, of profits and your business and that type of thing, how does that fit in as far as the philosophy? of Yeah, sales it, it's,
0: folks? yeah it's definitely posture. And it's understanding that everybody's tuned into the WIIFM radio station, right? And that stands for the what's in it for me. That's that's what everybody wants. When we're having a conversation with someone, they're they're asking themselves, you know, what are you telling me, and why should I care? Like, how's it going to benefit me? That's what the average person is thinking. So you have to cut through that real quick, and you have to. That's why when sales, it's all about showing the benefit to the other person. You know, you you need this, and here's why. Dot dot dot. It's going to make your life easier. It's going to make your life better. It's going to make you happier. And so just listing that right up front, because that's what everyone wants to know is how is this going to benefit them.
1: So with the idea of philosophy, right? The biggest concept is to realize that there are so many things that you might have been brought up to believe, right? To believe and to think that may or may not be true, right? One of the the biggest and the most important sayings that I've ever learned back from Jim Rohn for myself was that in order to have more, you must first become more. In order to become more, you must work harder on yourself than you do on your job. And I actually, that's the ending. I use that same saying in the ending, the outro of, of the podcast, because I—that's such a powerful message that the becoming, the changing of the philosophies, the ideas, all the things that you've been bombarded with, uh, whether you like, we talked at the beginning, whether you're 18, whether you're 20, whether you're 40, whether you're a hundred, it doesn't matter. But it's getting the different concepts in your mind to realize that, there's more out there for you. You just have to find it. And when you find it, you need to be willing to try to see it in a different way than maybe you've done in the past, which kind of leads us into the idea of uh, the opportunities that are presented, right? You might be presented with an opportunity that might not necessarily sit well with you based on your current level of philosophy. And I know that Chad and I, you, you and I both, we are out there speaking to people daily about different opportunities that possibly could change their life generations to come. Right. Can you talk a little bit about that, that opportunity that we are always trying to. Yeah. You
0: just, you just reminded me of something that Jim said. And I just love it. He said, rarely will a good idea interrupt you. Right. (laughs) And so if you're everybody's listening right now, you know, they got all kinds of good ideas that are interrupting them today, but you said something too about um, to have more, you have to become more. And I'll never forget when I heard the saying to set a goal, to become a millionaire not for the money. I was like, well, what, what else would I do it for? But it's, it's for the person it will make of you to achieve it. Man, how powerful is that? Because you know, in, in the process of doing all the things that it takes right, to become a millionaire, you become a different person. And by the time you have the million, now you can give it all away. Now, a lot of people say, whoa, what? Give it all away. You can give it all away because you've developed the skill set and the mindset to do it all again. And I love, and I, when I heard that, it changed everything for me because I knew I was qualified. I said, Oh, I can, I can be successful because all I have to do is change. If I can change, then everything can change for me. Right. So I'm in a, you know, you and I, we're, we're in business together and we're always, you know, part of you know, in network marketing. I love network marketing. I made millions and millions of dollars in it. And one of the things in network marketing is you want to find good people. Everybody in network marketing wants to find good people to, be, to join business with. Well, here's what they don't think about. And I've told this to my son recently too, as far as looking for his lifelong mate. And I'll, I'll kind of wrap this up here. But the idea is we, we want to recruit someone who is going to work hard. They're going to have resilience. They're going to have grit. They're going to be consistent, committed, you know, all the things, right? So we recruit who we are though. So, so what I learned to do years ago was get a piece of paper out and write down what the perfect person joining my business would look like, act like, write down all those traits, integrity, you know, strong moral character, write it all down a piece of paper. And then I had to go to work on becoming that person because we recruit who we are, you know, birds of a feather flock together. I and mean, we talk about the five people in your life, right? You're the sum of the five people. So if you become the great, the great recruit, then ultimately you're going to actually attract that person into your life. And so that's what I've spent you know, decades doing now is becoming a better person. So I'm going to attract better people. And that's how it works. So it's it's worked really well. It's served me well in, in network marketing and in, in different types of businesses. And uh, I know anybody that, that buys into that philosophy is going to be much better off for it.
1: Well, Chad and I both are involved in a company that is super powerful in the ideas and the philosophies it brings to the marketplace and it's a worldwide it's a global opportunity so you're providing fantastic products fantastic service right with potential to it's really unlimited it really depends on who you become right i i one of my habits is i like to take walks i like to go on walks in the morning and as i'm doing that i seriously say this to myself is like if i want to achieve x whatever that goal is in my mind whether it's financial, whether it's a physical thing, whether it's a business, whatever. It's like, who do I, what does that person look like? What is that person doing on a daily basis? And that question that I ask myself creates an image in my mind of of who that person or what that person is actually doing, which then gives me a roadmap. Okay, well, that's exactly what I need to go do. But then you surround yourself with folks like you, Chad, and everybody else that's in, whether it's your organization or a separate organization, to then, build each other up, right? It's all support. We're all yep. helping each other. And it's it's a, it's a fantastic thing. So if anybody out there is, is interested in learning more about uh, the opportunity we're speaking about today, uh, the, the company name is is actually Kiari, And feel free to, uh, you can look it up on Google. It's got 1,300 five-star reviews. Is that right, Chad, the last thing? Yeah, more than that now.
0: Probably 1,320, 1,330, something like that.
1: Which is unheard of in the marketplace, right? Which just speaks volumes to the value that it's bringing to the marketplace and to the customers and to the to the promoters that are actually out there uh, serving their clients and serving their customers so feel free to hit us either one of us up i'll have some notes or i have some links in the show notes you can definitely reach out to us directly but the idea with this message today is that it's the philosophy it's who you do who do you need to become in order to have that big vision, that big dream. I love it how you've always said, right? You come to me with a big dream and I'll show you exactly how to get it, right? Because the, the path is very duplicatable when you've got the big vision and the big dream of where you exactly where you want to go. So there's any other final comments I've to wrap this up with the philosophy. Last thing I would say
0: is it doesn't it doesn't cost any more to dream big than it does to dream small. So why not? Why not just dream why not dream big? Other people dream big that are, that are uh, less fortunate, you know, started off with less than anybody listening here has, you know, with less education, less knowledge. I mean, there's high school dropouts that have become multimillionaires in the network marketing industry, you know, and, 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 many different types of businesses. So if they can do it and we can do it, then every, anybody can do it. I mean, it's, it's just, it's mindset, it's belief, it's mindset and it's getting around this information, which, ultimately over time becomes part of who we are and just like two plus two is four you know you start to believe certain things and know them to be true because you see it and you taste it and you experience it and then it's not a big deal anymore
1: success leaves clues, right? And it's just a matter of trying to get those clues in your own life, which then will lead to, lead you to becoming and doing more, more of the action. So folks, uh, hopefully you found value in this conversation that Chad and I have had. Uh, the series, right? I'm, I'm creating kind of a series here with Chad and, it, and it's the freedom series is kind of the, what I want to uh, coin this as being. So it's personal freedom. The idea of taking control of your money and your mind, which is exactly what, myself here at the rich mind podcast completely stands for is that you have to take personal responsibility for your money and your mind. And when you do that, when you become more, your life can be exactly what you dream it to be. So once again, I hope you found value in this episode, uh, check us out here real soon. This is going to be a series of episodes that we'll do some, uh, some conversation here back and forth on some different topics with Chad and uh, leave us a review. If you find value in it, I would love and appreciate any kind of feedback. Uh, That way we can know whether or not it's resonating with you out there, the listener. So until the next episode, Chad, thanks for being with us. And I look forward to communicating all with you very soon. Until then, bye now. See you soon. Thank you for joining me on the Rich Mind Podcast. I hope you found a ton of value in this episode. If so, I'd really appreciate a five-star review, and you can also share it with your family and friends. And as my mentor Jim Roden shared with me, in order to have more, you must first become more. And in order to become more, you must work harder on yourself than you do on your job. So go out there today and work harder on yourself to become more and build the life of your dreams. Until next time, my friends.